another episode of the Philly Eye Podcast. Broadcasting from the Last Sound Media Studio. It's about 90 degrees, although it feels like, uh, like 150. Blue skies, it's bright and sunny. And for once, it feels like the sun is shining on Philadelphia. If we take a trip back down memory lane, say, let's first go back to 2008. It's quite a memory lane. Right. <laughs> Phillies won the World Series. Um, 12, 13. We'll touch on this a little bit more at the end of the show. It's kind of when I fell in love with sports. Phillies win. And I'm coming a couple years ago or a couple years before the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. And I was like, all right. It's cool to be a Philly fan. I can rock with this. Then 09, they go back to back. Although, but we go back. Eagles are, you know, regularly either winning the division or a wild card team in the playoffs, making some type of noise. Sixers, looking back when they were stuck in purgatory, but 12-year-old me didn't know that I was just excited to see them in the playoffs. Uh, then we got really bad and we got the number two pick we got evan turner and i was like oh my god evan turner looking back no I, <laughs> poor evan turner flyers in 2010 make that incredible run that was 10 right was that 10 or 11 that was 10 uh unlucky goal by patrick kane still don't know how that went in the back of the net um the spirit of I have no idea. Bill Barber's leg went through and created a hole. I remember I watching that game. I'm, I'm like fixated. I'm like, oh my God, playoff hockey's great, especially in the Stanley Cup. And I was like, all right, all right, Blackhawks skating in. You know, we're going to get the puck and go down. And then like Patrick Kane just starts celebrating. And I'm like, what is this fool doing on the ice? Just celebrating. I thought he was hurt. Honestly. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, no, like this is not how this season ends. So you fast forward, Phillies reached the pinnacle, not the pinnacle, but I thought it was, I thought they were going to go back to the OA form in 11, four aces, Holiday, Lee, Oswalt, Hamels, you know, the trade deadlines before they get Pence. That's what I always imagined Philadelphia would be, not necessarily winning every championship, but always being in the mix for a star. Always a playoff contender, being on the top of the sports echelon, essentially. Then Chip Kelly happened. And when we got Chip, once Andy left, it was time for Andy to go. Then Chip came in. I'm like, all right, great. We got the best coach on the market, new offense. We're going to revolutionize sports. Watching that first game in Washington with Michael Vick, I I've I don't think I've ever been more just generally excited, save the Super Bowl, for an Eagle like just watching an Eagles game, the first play from scrimmage, that just entire route. Then two years later, chips out. And that coincides with the Eagle or the Sixers going tank mode. 
at which at the same time, the Phillies are in quote-unquote rebuild mode. And the Flyers were stuck in, I'll say, lost space. Wanted to go to the playoffs. They knew they had to rebuild. Some bad contracts. Not enough young talent. The young talent was too far away. Now we've reached 2017. Embiid's on the court. Ben's drafted. Phillies are kind of looking up. I think Noel is here now. Eagles are in the Super Bowl. And then we're here. Eagles just got off of a disappointing season. Our franchise quarterback is no longer here. We have a new head coach. Sixers are stuck at a crossroad. Phillies are still mired in this rebuild, um, trying to win, trying to just be relevant phase. And the Flyers, after giving us incredible hope and pulling the city together during a pandemic with that incredible run, let us down last year or this past season. And as I was going back, looking through, you know, the ups and downs of my Philly fandom. Back in like when I graduated high school in 2014, that 2014-15 era, right in the middle of the tank, Chip Kelly Ryan Sandberg, Pete McCannon, that Phillies era, and that Flyers era. You know, Pete McCannon used to watch Netflix specials uh, in between press conferences, and that was literally all he did. I meant to be, I wanted to say that to you for years, or like I didn't even know you, but like I feel like everyone just needs to know that Pete McCannon Ew. would watch Netflix in movies. In between interviews. In between interviews and player meetings and strategy and all that other stuff. Like he turned in player cards. Like he, it just had to fill it out. Like it was a uh, paperwork. Like it had to be done. Not like, hmm, who should I start today? <laughs> that makes me feel so was that so abruptly stopped by the whole Sandberg thing that that's they just said we'll just forget about it this year and hire Pete and that'll be it. That's why they gave him a job afterwards. <laughs> they knew it was coming anyway. Short little tidbit. Yes, interesting. But I have an idea of where you're going with all this. Right. So everything was set up for what a lot of people in Philadelphia called the Roaring Twenties. By 2020, all four teams will be at the top. We have a franchise quarterback. We have Ben and Joel. You know, baseball, we're going to have Nola and Hoskins. And at the time, Dylan Cousins, we had the Bash Brothers. And Cousins is now trying to be a wide receiver in the NFL. We had all this Flyers talent. You know, the Carter Hart stuff was starting. And then we hit 2020. And in every aspect of everybody's life, the world just crumbled. And I think we got ahead of ourselves. 2020 has got to be like a wash. Not 
excusing anybody for poor performance or you know lack of performance or anything negative that happened but the 20s are going to be 10 years so 2020 didn't work out these nba our sixers still have quote two stars you guys might not see ben as a star but we have two stars we have an unbelievable head coach in doc rivers and a great front office member in Dalmore. Phillies have Dave Dombrowski, who's one of the best GMs in baseball. Say what you want about Joe Girardi. I'm not a huge fan, but he's a good MLB manager. Got Wheeler and Nola, Harper, and hopefully some young talent coming up. Fan of Stott, Martin, um, People think I'm insane, but I'm still a fan of Moniac. I'm still a fan of Hazley. Um, Mark Appel, which, you know, great, incredible comeback story. Uh, Mick Abel, Andrew Painter, that they just drafted on Monday or Sunday. Plus, uh, what I expect to be a fun offseason for the Phillies. They have a lot of money, I expect. Flyers have Carter Hart, you know, and a lot of other young talent. Eagles have what we hope to be a franchise quarterback in Hurts. Two or th- they got about four good offensive weapons in Goddard, Sanders, Rager, and Smith. And if Ertz returns, they have five. They have a really good offensive line, and they have incredible youth and depth at the offensive line. And Give Howie credit. Yes, they're all young, but they have addressed the defense through the draft. So today we're going to talk about the future of Philly sports. And in just thinking about the future this past week, a lot of trades are being circulated. And lucky for us, we're involved in every single sport. So we're going to start with the Sixers. Everybody wants Damian Lillard, including myself. I would absolutely love Damian Lillard. I just want to caution all Sixers fans. Damian Lillard alone is not making this team an NBA champion. If you watch the Bucks, if you watch the Suns, watch the Lakers a year ago, and even watch that Warriors team that had three unbelievable scores. It is a team sport. Yes, Ben hurt us. Ben was not the sole reason we didn't beat the Hawks. He was a big reason. He wasn't the sole reason. So when I see the, oh, give Portland whatever they want, eh, stop. They want Maxi. Done. Fine. Is there anything on this roster that, why why do you say that? I'm very surprised. I would pretty much trade everybody that not Embiid. Fair. To make no, it work. No, I'm not, I, I, by all means. But I want people to understand that once you do that, it's not like we're automatically 
the NBA favorite. Like Brooklyn still has their three. You got to give Milwaukee credit because Milwaukee's now in the finals. You got to respect Atlanta now. Boston, I would imagine they're Boston's not going to want to be a seven seed again next year. And can't believe you, that you said that you have to respect the Hawks now. Yeah, you got to respect Trey Young. I'm not going to respect the Hawks. That's still a team that's got a long way to go. That just had a good spurt, don't you? I mean, like you know—they're not going to do that again next year. I mean, they were what four seed, five seed. I I could see them being the same top five seed in the East. That's fair. Not respect like NBA champion respect. Like they're not the pushover Hawks anymore. So like when the Portland calls and they want Ben Maxi Thibault shake and two ones Daryl's gonna do it and all power to him I just need you all to understand in the postseason I don't want to hear the well we should have kept Maxi we should have kept Thibault why don't we have a bench why is Tobias this is not a one this is not a Ben for Lillard boom everything's done we're great still give me Damian Lillard but there's a lot of other things that need to be corrected. And I also believe if we trade Ben, Tobias is going as well. Not in the same deal, but Tobias is going. That would well. be great, honestly. I would really love that. I just... Depending on who you get back. Right. Maury has no ties to any of these players. I mean, look, he traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook and Westbrook for John. Like, he, he doesn't really care. He'll love you while you're here. Then the moment he can get something better for you, he'll give you a hug and $100 and a plane ticket and say goodbye. And it's funny. All you hear about is Ben, 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 and one all-star, they want an all-star, they want an all-star. And like Maury always does, he's probably contemplating Tobias on the back end. If we're being honest, Tobias had a career year. And his numbers may not say career year, but if you watched him play, it was a career year. Uh, his mentality changed. Um, his scoring, him being able to pick his spots, get to his spots, being comfortable on an offense and in a team. I think the perfect opportunity to sell high on Tobias. I think he's 29, 30. He's got two years, three years left on a max. Which, in two years, when the cap and the money keep going up, it's really not going to be that albatross of a contract. Especially when Jimmy Butler wants 55 mil a year. Perfect time to sell Tobias to one of those teams. For example, like Chicago, that is just wants to be in the playoffs. Does Tobias for Zach Levine work? Probably not, but a Zach Levine type player is probably what Maury is looking at. He did it with Harden. One of those players that's young that you're identifying as the guy that can take that next step, young, cheap, and fits around potentially Lillard and Embiid is great. Now, a couple other teams linked with Ben, the Kings... Cavs, Pacers, Raptors, Timberwolves. For Ben's sake, 
Sacramento is the perfect spot for him. Or Cleveland. But I don't think Rich Paul is going to let me go to Cleveland. He already had to deal with LeBron over there. He's not doing it again. Sacramento probably won't make the playoffs anytime soon. Where does Ben struggle the most? High-pressure situations, i.e. the playoffs. Throw Ben in Sacramento. He's near L.A. He's on the West West Coast. Probably won't have to deal with that playoff scrutiny for at least a couple years. And in the regular season, in that Kings team, he'll probably give you 25 a night, and he'll probably be a great all-star. And it probably fits him best. He lives the life he wants in California. He gets his 25 a night. He gets the superstar treatment in Sacramento. Now you're saying, well, what does Philly get in return from Sacramento? Now you're not getting a Damian Lillard, clearly. But part of me had to stop and think about if this King's offer is better than the Portland offer. So Jason Anderson from Sacramento Bay put out a report that the Kings and Sixers talked about a potential return for Ben. Per Jason, one of the deals would be the Kings would send Heald and Bagley, who I am a big fan of, and three first-round picks for Simmons. Should the Sixers take that, I imagine those three ones would be rerouted somewhere else with like a Tobias for another star. Fine. So you got Embiid without trading Harris. Embiid, Harris, Heald, Curry, and just say Maxi. Not terrible. Not great. Not terrible. You're on the up and up. Bagley can be your backup five. You can keep Howard if you want. You don't need him. Heald replaces Danny Green in a way, although he's not as great of a defender. You still keep Thibel. And you got three ones. I'm not sure where the Kings pick this year. They pick ninth. All right. Ninth overall pick as well. Cool. You could flip nine into Bias and probably... Get in the top five. The other option from Sacramento, the Sixers countered reportedly and want Fox or Halliburton in any potential deal for Simmons, as they should. Great counter by Daryl. It just sounded like you're his friend there for a second. It's nice. Hey, he's my friend. That was a great counter by Daryl there. We're, we're friends. We haven't met, but we're friends. We follow each other on Twitter, so it's like pretty cool. Well, I follow him. I don't know if he follows me. So the Sixers would counter with Fox, Heald, and Bagley. Screw the picks. And I agree with Maury. Screw the picks. Those picks don't do anything for me right now. If I get the ninth overall pick this year and I take, uh, let's throw somebody out there. Who do we take the ninth pick? Um, Davian Mitchell from Baylor. Had an incredible NCAA run. Is he the X factor for us this year? Eh, probably not. He's going to be a good player. Can I throw him in a game seven in the second round and need him to come through? I mean, maybe. That's grasping an error. 
but a fox curry healed harris if he's here and bead lineup now we're talking you get three valuable pieces for ben is that better than lillard those three players probably aren't none of them are on lillard's level but is it a quantity over quality thing or do we just want the quality piece And I think that's probably where Daryl and the front office is looking. The Cavs, I, I really don't want what Cleveland has. Colin Sexton, I'll pass. Kevin Love, no thank you. Pacers. Does Sabonis and Embiid work? Maybe. Do the Pacers trade Sabonis for Simmons? Doubt it. Can I get Levert? I'm going to need a lot more than just Levert. Everybody loves Brogdon. I don't really see it. We can ever, we can rekindle the flame with TJ McConnell if we want. The Raptors. What? You said Fred Van Vliet last, last week. Absolutely. I can see it. I really don't want Kyle Lowry, guys. He's, he's too old. Guys, he's just too old. I didn't want him last year, and I certainly right. don't want him this just year. For a, fre- for a fresh 82? No way. Fresh 82, and he wants a max deal. And when Kyle Lowry said he wants a max deal, he wants a max deal, guys. No. Sorry. Go to Miami. Have fun with Jimmy. You guys will be a great five seed together. Minnesota. The only way the Sixers deal with Minnesota is if it's a three-way deal. Because I don't want really anything from Minnesota I mean, unless it's Town or Anthony Edwards and Townsend and Bede. No, not really. Although it'd be probably be fun to watch. Towns would probably make a great stretch four in the NBA. He's not really um, a... Just like Ben you. Simmons would be a modern day center. Right. Like Towns doesn't want to back you down and be that physical. He wants to stand and shoot threes. He'll give Embiid all the post work. He'll be like, I don't want anything to do with that. Does it work defensively? Eh, who knows? You got two rim protectors. I don't know. But if we deal with Minnesota, it's only with in a three-team deal. I could see a Portland, Philly, Minnesota. Lillard comes here. Ben goes to Minnesota. Picks from us in Minnesota go to Portland with like a young player from Minnesota or something. I could. That's the really only way Minnesota gets involved, especially after they say D'Angelo Russell is untouchable. Um, that was shocking to hear. Is Alex Rodriguez handling trade negotiations? <laughs> I mean, I, I, probably. <laughs> I mean, his star player doesn't even know who he is. So, like I said, I'm all in for Lillard. But we need to make sure that we don't start the season with Lillard and Bede and a bunch of, like, 40-year-old one-year vets. Like, this is not a LeBron trade everything for AD and you just know LeBron is just going to will you to the NBA Finals. Like, Embiid hasn't shown me that. And I really don't think there is enough around Embiid for him to be able to do that. If you just trade away Ben for one singular person. Now, if Portland makes you take Rocco and I'll take Anthony Simons. 
like I'm still doing it. I, I just want us to be careful that it's because when we get lower, it's championship or bust. I'm sorry, there is no. Oh well, they got to get to the conference finals first. No, it's championship or bust. Does Lillard and Embiid beat that big three in Boston? I'll tell you one thing. Damian Lillard doesn't play defense the way Ben does. And I know everybody's going to be like, well, Ben doesn't score the way Lillard. Yeah, I get it. I understand. But in the fourth quarter, when it's a tie game, and those three just seek out the backcourt of Seth Curry and Damian Lillard and just play one-on-one, I, I don't know what you guys are going to end up blaming. Because you had the scapegoat in Ben for the past two years. When it's Lillard and Embiid, where's the scapegoat? I keep going. Basketball is a team sport. And it, it takes more than just two stars to win a ring. You need the two stars, but it takes so much more. Look at the Spurs. They had Duncan, Barker, Ginobili, Bowen, Leonard, Ori. You can just keep going. Patty Mitt, like every every championship run, there was some there was two guys off the bench. You're like, wow, where'd the Spurs find that guy? Now, does Maury find those guys in a draft and in free agency? He can. If Portland said, I want one of Maxi or Thibel, who do you give up? I am more comfortable parting with Thibel than Maxi. I personally think Tyrese Maxey has a way higher ceiling than Thibel. Thibel came in the league, I think, at 24. He's an incredible defender. And at most, I can see him being a 37% career three-point shooter. Okay. With the way basketball is going, I think I can find more Thibels than a 19-year-old Tyrese Maxey. Going back to like the COVID, like a couple COVID games that Adam Silver forced us to play when we had like five healthy bodies. And Maxey went out and dropped 39 points. If you look at that Maxey, and then Atlanta Hawks series Maxey, it's like he grew five years of NBA experience in a NBA-shortened season. Portland probably saw that too, and he's going to be like, we want Maxey. All right, fine. If it's one or the other, I'm giving them five. As that, all this Lillard stuff is going on, back in my head, it's like, well, the only way he comes here is if he puts us on a list or he pulls a hard and is like, ah, Philly's one of the places I'd go. At first, I was like, that's not going to happen. And then reports start coming out yesterday. Then Lillard speaks, and his first sentence is, I didn't demand a trade. I woke up to reports of being on the verge of requesting a trade, and I'm just like, what? I haven't made any firm decision on what my future will be. Well, you kind of just did with that comment. Because you didn't say you wanted to stay in Portland, but you're right, you didn't say you wanted out. He said he asked the Blazers to be urgent this year, and to be honest, the Blazers don't really have much to work with. They traded two ones for Rocco. Why? I have no clue. They're clinging on to Carmelo Anthony. They have a ton of bigs that are just average bigs. 
McCollum that kind of reached his peak and is probably on the downside of his career, and Damian Lillard. I expect Lillard is going to be extremely quiet. I know he met with me, uh, ownership yesterday, and he'll probably be like, look, I want out. I want to go X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be quiet about it. You handle this. Respect for respect. I think Damian has earned that. I never saw Lillard as like a Harden saying, oh, I want out. I'm not going to be here. I'm not showing up. I'm going to go out and party. Lillard just doesn't handle himself like that. Then the report comes out from Quentin Mayo, I believe his name is. Damian Lillard has two teams on his list, the New York Knicks and the Philadelphia 76ers. I want to know where that report came from. Part of me was like, okay, I don't think Lillard said that. Because do you really want to go to the Knicks by yourself? Yeah, and just be the guy in New York City? Absolutely. I think we've said that pretty much about every star that has ever questioned right. like the Nets or the Knicks. Or like, do you really want to go there? They, Dame seems different. Like, he seems like he really just wants but to. But he's caving. He's finally caving on everything that he said he said he would never do. So I'm, I think he'd be open to anything at that point. If if you're at if Dame Lillard is at this point, anything's on the table. Anything that's not Portland because they clearly didn't consult with him and they don't want him there long term for some reason. By his impression. So that's that's why I I feel as though his options are limited given what Portland would agree to at this point. And because it is New York and it is the Sixers, it pretty much takes you out of the West. Right. So I don't think Portland wants to do anything. Bye-bye Lakers and LeBron, at least how I imagine it, because right. there's no way that they're going to make it harder for themselves, even if they are rebuilding, which it doesn't seem like they want to either by their actions. Right. So I, 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 I think it is legitimate that it would, would, in that scenario in the East, if you had to pick, you either make me a superstar and make me a ton of money and a, a bunch of visibility or put me in Philly where it's the best spot in the East to win a title right now. And more than likely, knowing him, if that report's true, and those are the only two teams, I could see that. And I would definitely see him picking the Sixers over the Knicks. Oh, so could I. I think it's pretty easy. You look at the two teams really and you're easy. like, yeah. go to New York by myself, <laughs> go to Philly with an unstoppable MVP candidate every year. And I go back to what LaMarcus Aldridge said when he retired. I just wish me and Dame would have gotten along. And I do think Dame and Embiid together is pretty hard to stop. Although Embiid doesn't really come off as a pick and roll player. I could see a ton of pick and rolls being run between the two of them. But if you go to New York, New York's going to have to trade. I mean, Portland's going to demand RJ, Randall to make the cap work. And then, I mean, I know it's Dolan, but are they seriously going to? Well, I mean, now the only I, way I guess there's works. some some structure there, right? Right in New York, it look. Does he want to play with Tom Thibodeau? <laughs> does anyone? No, Jimmy does. That's it. Jimmy's the only one that ever wanted to play for Tom Thibodeau. You ask everybody in the NBA, do you want to play for Tom Thibodeau? You'll get one yes to Jimmy Butler. If Kawhi leaves L.A. And says, Dame, let's go to New York. Then I think New York's more attractive than Philly. Kawhi says, hey, we're going to Miami. 
I don't know cap wise if that works, but then Miami be suddenly becomes more enticing. But as it stands right now, it it's Philly over New York. So we're going to transition here to the Eagles because it's a very similar situation. Schefter goes on two interviews this week and unprovoked both times brings up the fact that quote unquote amongst league circles teams believe the one team in prime position position to land us on Watson are the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> unprovoked twice on two different interviews one on get up one on the fanatic. And I just harken back to the article that came out earlier this year that Howie wants to be the one that leaks everything. And it's just has Howie's name written all over. They, hey, Adam, look, I'm the only one in prime position. I got three ones next year. I'm the only one that can go get Watson right now. Put it out there. Which is a little weird because you haven't heard a peep about Deshaun Watson's off the field issues. Although I read that the allegations are more... I don't I don't want to say this and like try to lessen what Watson did. They're more perverted than flat out creepy. Which is weird because those words are kind of synonymous. But I think I know what the person was trying to say. It was like are we it's just like uh well we're gonna kink shame Watson here. <laughs> like Well then we got ah! the kink sh- and then like go but but not a not a you know that's what i mean it's a uh it's a a weird situation right if watson is clear within the next i'll put this if he's clear within the next three weeks he'll be the eagle starting quarterback on opening day And, and i gotta be honest if the eagles did their work on it probably pretty clean the right just by past experience. Right. The Eagle, the one thing about the Eagles, they like rehabilitation projects, but they they make sure you're clean before they rehabilitate. Now, the question is, what do you give up for Watson? Because he's killed all of his leverage for Houston, said he wants out, he's not showing up, he's not playing, plus this allegation. Are the Eagles giving up Hurts? I saw an offer, Hurts and three ones future ones for Watson. Um, kind of like the Lillard situation. A little different because Watson is flat out said I'm not showing up. And NFL players of all sports are the one sport where if, if a star says he's not showing up, i.e. Le'Veon Bell, there's a strong chance they're not showing up. I'll give Texans three ones. But you're not getting three ones. And Jalen Hurts. You can have two ones and a three in Hurts. But I have three ones next year. You're not getting all three for Deshaun Watson. And the quarterback. Actually, I think it was a one this year and two future ones. But still, I don't think they're getting three. Maybe they can get three over the next three, four or five years. And I also don't think Howie is going to just sell the farm for Watson. My question to you is, if we get Watson, are we a top five Super Bowl contender? Yes. Instantaneously. And that's what I want to like emphasize here is 
So it's a little different than Lillard because if we get Lillard, we're not automatically only because it's two different sports, right? Yeah, right. But also the landscape. No, uh, yeah. I mean, more. I would still say they're a contender. If if the Sixers get Dame and like you said, that's minus Thibel Simmons and Maxi and Maxi. All three are gone. You're an absolute contender because you have the most, one of the most dominant shooters in the game, and one of the most, if not creators, if not the most. Yeah, like that's a world of difference. And now you don't have to have uh, your 180 million dollar man like have that pressure again for, for games five and six. With Tobias and all that other stuff, like right. he just becomes the, the natural com- third com- complementary player. Yeah, and now for Watson, it's the and this happens to and it like want to stress this. This is just going from explaining to explaining. So right. when th- these particular accusations come to a football player in everyone's mind, it's it's a it's an obvious bad thing. So the talent is obviously bad, you know, like. That's how we just kind of correlate things. And Deshaun Watson is, in fact, more towards that top five quarterback than I think he is a top five quarterback. I do too. And uh, and I'm on record as saying almost every single year, yes, I would have him over Carson Wentz. And and people fought me on that forever. And I'm going, guys. I mean, the difference between that's the difference between the SEC and a small school mentally, NAA. and you can right. see it. And big time, big time games, big time whatever. He's got all that. Right. So if he's got a, hopefully he's just got uh, an odd kink that everyone's cool with because right. and now that it's out. Otherwise, yeah. it's disgusting, and that's why we don't want to deal with it. But yes, just in the football nature, yes. It's going to change the landscape of the Eagles and get you right back to all that stuff you were talking about at the beginning of the show. The top of the division, like you win the division if you have him for years on years on years on years on end. It'll end up being like the the AFC South except here. Right. Is that too long of an answer for you, by the way? My my correlation was if you look at the NBA, you got LeBron and AD out west, Utah, Denver, like the West is loaded. So winning the chip for the Sixers is going to be hard. And even if you look in the East, you got three horse race with, or three horse, whatever you want to call it, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. And I'm still going to give Boston credit, Boston, because I still think they're going to try to do something. They're not just going to settle to be an eight seed. Like Boston's not just going to be like, you know what? Trade again, but we brought out over back. We're just gonna, you know, they'll get their Chip Kellyer, and then they'll have to get right. back like adults. Yeah, the Sixers are probably a top, definitely a top four team with Damian Lillard. Probably top two. Eagles and the NFC have to deal with Tampa. If Rogers stays in Green Bay, Rogers, the incredible NFC West. Two teams are coming out of the NFC West. Potentially three. And that's it. I was going to give New Orleans a shot, but no, not New Orleans. <laughs> you remembered that Taysom was there. Right. Yeah, that's right. So you're dealing with four, maybe five teams in the NFC that are probably as good as you with the Eagles with Watson. Where are we in that pecking order if we get Watson? We're behind Tampa. I'll give Brady and them. I'll give Brady the 
you you're making that fit. You, I, I have to. There's give no way Tampa respect. has any interest. In, uh, Tom's not playing football no. there. If they're, or are you talking about no, 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 after, no, 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 no. Our, our ranking of oh, we oh, go, oh, we oh, can watch them where they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're good. We're, uh, behind, we're behind Tampa. Behind Tampa, you're behind the Chiefs. Oh, uh, NFC wise. Oh, NFC wise, you're and behind Ro- Tampa. Rodgers is in Green Bay. And Rodgers is in Green Bay. Yeah. I'd put his third. Who's two? San Francisco. Not until we see that what that rookie's all about. I'd probably... You don't trust Jimmy. Oh, I don't trust uh, the uh, kid from North Dakota State. Trey Lance? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you don't even think Jimmy the factor over there. Oh, no. Uh-huh. He's QB2. Um, but... There's got to be somebody we're missing in the NFC. Like, uh, Rams. Uh, Rams would probably. I put a. I will put a. The, yes. Speak, Rams, too. You you know, I'm Rams? only going on Sean McVay's giddiness, which <laughs> is a bad decision. It's a bad move. A little weird, too. Because he's just super excited that golf is there, and I think it's uh, messing with his brain. But Stafford, Stafford. I also know he's an incredibly smart person with a, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL and went to the Super Bowl. So. Right. Four. I'm going to say four. Four behind Tampa. I would. I would put us behind Dallas. I'd probably put Dallas up there on paper right now. You put Dallas ahead of us? Mm-hmm. On paper, yes. Without, without. Oh, with Watson. No, yeah. sorry. Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah. My bad. Okay. Three, three. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So the Sixers and Eagles would be about the same in their pecking order in their conference division. Whatever. Yep. Fair enough. I can see it. Yeah, I just don't. Is is do you do you see another angle from that? There isn't much like Deshaun Watson already had the shittiest offensive line possible. Right. That's what I keep going back to. And he's what are you really? They missing traded here? his best <laughs> friend slash receiver away. Yeah. They traded. Well, we yeah, they traded Watt. They, and and to be honest, Andre Dillard fits that air raid type of style that Watson's used to. So like you're kind of playing into his advantage. You're playing into my a lot of period. Right. So that's good enough until you figure out who's who. Right. We know what Sayomal is all about. And then you've got and one and a half years left of that right side. And what's better for a rookie head coach? Watson's been, what is it? Five, fifth year in the league. Be his fifth year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Been there, been there done that. Can handle a pressure situation. Being like, "Hey, Nick, we're going to run this instead of that." And I, I haven't really heard of him having any coach, quarterback None. issues. I mean, None. Bill O'Brien was just an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> put it that, put it nicely. An which, idiot. which, by the way, way worse than Chip Kelly. Not even hard. Oh, not even close. Yeah. But nobody will talk about it like that. Bill O'Brien, this. Bill O'Brien, that. He was doing X, Y, and Z. He wasn't just. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. You and I could have been doing ecstasy and been the general manager of that and been like the same results. Right. <laughs> like if you tried that trade on Madden, it wouldn't even let you. Like ah, no, you're not trading Hopkins. For it's that. like yeah, yeah, come on. I, I wanted I wanted to be a fly on the on in that phone for that conversation. For all of it, I just that organization seems like it's run by 55 different people. Like I remember watching their hard knocks and being like, uh, this. Like watch the Texans hard knocks, and then go watch the Cleveland Browns hard knocks with Hugh Jackson and John Dorsey. And it's like the Browns were the Texans and the Texans were the Browns. Like Baker's in there controlling stuff. Watson's in there controlling stuff. Hugh Jackson's kind of letting the players play and Bill O'Brien wants to act like it's college. And you're like, uh, this is not how it works. And then, of course, side topic, Urban Meyer now realizes he can't 
be a college coach in the NFL. <laughs> how about that? How about that? Okay. Breaking news. Send the sounder. Yeah, this uh, strength coach you tried to steal from Iowa that was already bad news. It's just like Yeah. Sorry, Urban. Did you not realize that once you pay players a couple hundred mil, they're probably not gonna listen to every yeah. single thing you say? Yep. They know a little bit more about you in this pro sport, unfortunately. And at Florida, you really didn't control your players there anyway. So why are you trying to control them now? Yeah. You had Aaron Hernandez and yeah, you just had a lot. But anyway. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happens down in Jacksonville. Let me tell you. Three and 14. If that. Those three wins come after Urban takes a leave of absence. <laughs> I just uh, really want to go back to TV and spend some time with my family. Big 12 Network is calling my name. And for everybody who tells me we don't talk flyers on this pod, here here is your little uh, lollipop. Oh, good. You're going to force it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm not going to force it. But just in going through looking at the Eagles and Sixers offseason news, I stumbled upon an athletic article about the flyers from Jeremy Rutherford. Vladimir Tarasenko, who was just a flat-out stud, Sent the Blues a list of, a list of teams he would okay a trade to because he wants out. And wouldn't you know it, the Philadelphia Flyers are on that list. And at that point, I realized the arrow was pointing up and not down. I said the Eagles need a franchise Not you too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, not trying to say the Flyers are going to scout. I'm not that person. Eagles are linked to Watson. You need a superstar in the NFL. Lillard's linked to Philly. Like a perfect match. The only thing the Flyers have needed, because they have the goalie. They have a great young core. They're missing a flat-out sniper. I say they need a superstar. I think Tarasenko is a superstar. You hockey people might call me crazy. But when I think of a superstar in hockey, I think you put the guy on the ice and everybody has to pay attention to that person because that person at any single moment can single-handedly change the game. And that's Tarasenko. Been injured the past couple years, hasn't played a lot. I think the injuries are past him. He turns 30 in December and the reported offer would be Frost and Myers. Now, Flyers fans, I need you to work with me here. Because you, I thought I was bad with keeping young players. I think Flyers fans are a little worse than I. Frost is going to be a stud, and I think Myers is going to be good too. But in order to get great talent, sometimes you have to part with good young talent. And the one thing I'm telling you this team is missing is a flat-out goal scorer. You put Tarasenko with Giroux and Patrick and Turier and Sanheim and Provorov and any other moves Chuck Fletcher might make this offseason. The Flyers have put themselves in the top four in their division, if not top two. In order to go from good to elite, you have to be willing to take risks. 
Hinky took a risk. He said, I got a tank because I need at least two stars. He got him. One star is not working out, but luckily you're hopefully able to flip that one star for another star. Eagles took two quarterbacks. I'm convinced they weren't sold on Wentz. Fine. Now, not only are they set up with Hurts, they could possibly go get a legit franchise quarterback. Flyers, you're in the same spot. You can go get a superstar. You have to be willing to part with Frost and Myers. Maybe it's not Frost and Myers. Maybe it's just Frost and somebody else or whatever. This is a reported deal. When healthy, Tarasenko is a 30-goal scorer. Easy. He's averaged, I think in his four full seasons, he's averaged 31 goals. I couldn't tell you the last fire that scored 30. And I'm not trying to put flyers down. <laughs> I'm not. not. It yeah, I was trying to think, too. I can't, I can't think of it either. Wasn't Drew. Voracek, maybe. Was it the Wayne train? I doubt it. The Flyers have a very deep farm system. Let's go. Give me Tarasenko. Put him on the top line. Reinforce our defense. Give Hart his confidence back. By the way, it's funny that of Wentz, Hart, and Simmons, who are all apparently bothered by the fans this year, the youngest of those three is the one that's toughing it out right now, Carter Hart. The other two put the tail between the legs and won it out. Do the fans deserve some blame? Yeah, but they put their tails between the legs and won it out. Kudos to you, Carter Hart. And to the Phillies. They're in a similar boat as the Flyers. Little, little worse boat, but similar boat. Eagles and Sixers are on yachts. Flyers are on a... What's a less expensive boat than a yacht? Pontoon. A pontoon boat. Is that a good boat? It's an okay boat. It's a sit with the family and fish and slow on a lake boat. Okay. Yeah. And the Phillies are in a canoe. It's Bryce and Zach Wheeler by themselves in a canoe. I said ding boat. I had it ready. (laughs) Canoe is much better. Oh, okay. Ding boat. So late Thursday night. Report comes out that the Twins are preparing to offer Byron Bucks in a contract extension in the $70 million range. And they're prepared to trade him if he declines. Now, back in 08, 09, 10, and 11, the one thing the Phillies capitalized on were teams selling their top players. And that's why we were good. Baseball, you need star talent. You just do. Look at the Braves. Although the Braves just draft and produce star talent, they always have star talent. Look at the Astros. Yeah, they cheated, but those players are studs. Yankees, through all those years, bought talent, produced talent. Phillies are struggling to produce talent. They have some, all in the low minors. Byron Buxton, yes, is injury prone, but is a legit five-tool center fielder. He's got the speed. He's got a cannon. He's got some pop. Great overall fielder. Great hitter. Five-tool player. So in my head, I'm like, hmm. 
That's a great move for the Phillies. Getting Bucks alone doesn't put them over the top. But with his injury history, free agency looming, and I believe he has Scott Boris as an agent, probably deterring teams from just shelling every top prospect they have for him. Except for Dombrowski. He was in like, you know what? Let's go win. Downside is you bring him in here, you got to keep him. Fair. So it's like, all right, I put, I put the Phillies up there. Why not? Just, just in the back of my head. And then yesterday, John Heyman comes out with a report. The Phillies would be at or near the front of the line if Buxton becomes available. That's the third check mark. Which is why I firmly believe the arrow is pointing up in this town instead of down. All four teams seem to be in that similar position. They have stars. They have some young talent. For the most part, their front offices and the coaching staffs are good and in unison. I keep harking back to what Daryl Morey said. The best decisions are made in collaboration, not by individuals. So the Phillies want to go get Buxton, and they're linked to Chris Bryant as well. Great. It shows me you're about this. Because I don't want to have to watch 11 years of just Bryce Harper. If I only have, if I have to watch 11 years of just Bryce and just this middling basic team, I'm going to look back on this 13 years of my life and be incredibly disappointed. 07 to 11, it wasn't disappointing. Yeah, we only won once. Should we have won more? Yeah. But to be in the postseason every year, be in the World Series twice, best team in baseball once, have four aces, going out and buying every year, turning on a game and seeing 40, what is it? What is Citizen Bank Park called? 42,000? I think it's uh, more, a little more 40, than that. 48? 60s? I think we're in the 60s. Are we? Seeing 60,000 in a ballpark. I want to see the Wells Fargo packed for both the Flyers and the Sixers. Last Flyers game I went to was a playoff game. It was incredible. I want to go back. But I'm not sold that this team is going anywhere yet. I want to watch another parade down Broad Street for the Eagles. And I want all four to be at the top of the sports world. You were right. It was 40, 43,035. 43,000. Maury, go get Lillard. Howie, I know you're doing your homework. If it's good, go get Watson. Flyers, go get Tarasenko. <laughs> and Dombrowski, go get me Bryant and Buxton. Phillies, if you do Byron, Buxton, and Chris Bryant, and you don't make the playoffs, I will be okay. Show me you care. I'm tired of running out. I love Travis Janikowski. Had the slowest three-run double I've ever seen in my life down the first baseline yesterday. All due respect to Luke Williams. He's not an everyday outfielder. Adubel's average. Bryce... And Hoskins and JT are literally carrying this team by themselves with the help of Zach Wheeler. 
The free agent pool is incredibly deep in baseball's free agency this offseason. You want to get Bucks in and Bryant, but you have to trade McCutcheon and others to make salary work fine. Bring me stars, Philadelphia. I need stars. It's Philadelphia. New York has its stars. Miami has its stars. Crap. Tampa just won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Tampa doesn't even appreciate sports, and they won two Stanley Cups in the Super Bowl. LA's got LeBron, Mookie, Trout, Otani, AD. What does Philadelphia have? I have Embiid and Harper. And I'm not trying to undersell Embiid and Harper saying, oh, like, no, they're legit. But if I look at all the major markets, New York slash Brooklyn, Durant, Irving, Harden, the Knicks are going to make a move. Judge, Cole, the Mets, Alonzo, and DeGrom. What, Philly, it's, it's time to take that next step. I keep remembering the picture of the kid holding the poster in Boston saying, I'm like eight years old and I've seen 14 championships. And everybody's like, ah, oh, screw that kid. No. Don't screw that kid. It's on our organizations to give my kid potential kids. I don't have any coming. Relax. Well, <laughs> not that I know. I want my kids to have that. I want my kid to be 14 and be like, yeah, I've saw eight championships. I'm tired of being upset at the world and giving Philly every pass. It's Philadelphia. We shell out money to go to every game. We'll buy your jersey. We'll support you. We have your back. If you show us you care and put your best foot forward and you fail, we'll be there to pick you up. No other city can tell you that. Don't give me New York because there's like 50 teams in every sport up there. Don't give me L.A. because you guys show up in the seventh inning of a Dodgers game and halftime of a Lakers game. They leave in the seventh inning. They show up in the third. Get it right. Sorry. You stay for four innings of a nine inning game. But to be fair. I w- I did the same thing. I was like, what a bunch of... Nope, this traffic's horrible. I only got time for four. I get it now. So I don't judge. But continue. Miami. It's great. Nice weather. It's the beach. Those fans showed you what they are. They left in the middle of a LeBron Heat playoff game. They left. We were up twenty. We were up eighteen. Blew it. Up twenty six the next night. Blew it. Then in the game seven, we're up sixteen in the fourth. We ain't leave. In fact, we stood, and we applauded you as you walked off the court each time. You put your best foot forward. We'll always be there for you. It's time for these teams to give us something in return. All we want is a superstar. Whether it be Dame, Watson, Teresanko, Bryant, Buxton, Trevor Story in the offseason, anybody but Trevor Bauer. Bring me a star. And I'm going to bring this full circle because at the beginning of the show, I talked about when I became a sports fan. John, do you remember when you first, like, oh, I like sports? Whether it was playing or just being immersed in sports 
July 13th, 1990. First game I ever saw at Wrigley Field. It was my great aunt and my grandmother. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever saw in sports. Down by a run in the bottom of the ninth. Going into, you know, everyone's going to the dugout. My great aunt leans over and says, don't worry. Dwight Smith's going to come up and hit a 2-2 pitch over those bleachers and tie the game. 2-2 pitch, curveball, gone over the bleachers, right side down the first baseline we're sawing. And I, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen, predicted, and heard. And I go, wow, people can do that? You know, and she just called out of the, out of the right. blue because she's just a fan. From that point on, I got sports. Seeing the most iconic baseball stadium of all time as the first game I've ever seen, and then for that to happen, forget it. That was when I became a sports fan. When did you become a sports fan? 2001. Nah. Yeah, I think it was 01. Might have been 02. First Sixers game. Mom took me for my birthday. Had the whole... They brought the cake up. I was in second uh, second level. Brought the cake, hip-hop, t-shirt, per, blah, the whole Yo, thing. You said hip-hop. That made my heart <laughs> nice and warm. R.I.P. hip-hop. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Iverson, McNabb, couple years later Howard Rollins Utley and even with the Flyers like I, I was all in on the Flyers I love Primo Forsberg we traded for Peter Forsberg that that was my hockey moment that was when all right yeah that's my guy like I I, I want this young generation to have that and I feel like this past for the exception of the Eagle Super Bowl past 10 years have been pretty dry Phillies have only had two winning seasons. Sixers have only had two. Flyers have been the most consistent. And except for the Super Bowl, the, the Eagles have just been mediocre. They're a playoff team, but they've been mediocre. It's time for the owners and the team to give back. And I think this is when it starts. 2020, in every aspect in any walk of life has been a disappointment. There were positives. There were also a lot of negatives. We talked about the Roaring Twenties. Off to a bad start. Chalk it up as now. Nine more seasons to go. And I think it starts now. So in closing, Billy, just put your best foot forward. Give me Lillard or another star. And I know I said that. I still think Ben Simmons is going to be a great NBA player. But give me Damian Lillard. I always said there was a small amount of players I would trade Ben for. And Lillard was one of them. So give me a little. Eagles, go get Deshaun Watson. I'm a you say huge, don't? No, go get. Do, me. Oh, go go get. Okay. Uh, I love. Little weird. I'm big Texas and Clemson fan. I don't really have an allegiance in college football. I went to Temple for a semester, but I really don't consider myself a Temple Owl. 
primarily went to Rowan. I'm a huge Clemson and Texas fan. I love watching Deshaun Watson play football. Give me Deshaun Watson. And I know Hurts just put out the hype video, and I'm all about it. And if it's Hurts that starts the year or Hurts plays the whole year, I'm back in Jalen Hurts. But if I can go get Deshaun Watson, go get me Deshaun Watson. If I can go get a 30 goal scorer, an elite wing, a terror on the ice every night he touches the ice. For two really good young prospects, go get me Tarasenko. If I have to part with Kingery and Boom and maybe Spencer Howard for Brian and Buxton, I love prospects. I always end up falling head over heels for prospects because I love younger players. But go get me the two proven guys. As, uh, I mean, historical track record for the Philadelphia Eagles, too, and the rest, so. Right. You're not going to bat a 1,000 when it comes to prospects anyway. And by trading them, you're not giving up on them. Just go be great somewhere else. I'll, I, me personally, I'll still support you. I still follow Sixto and Rocco and Jakar Sampson. How's Sixto doing, Grant. by the way? He's out for the year. Ah. <laughs> so JT Real Muto is more valuable at current state status. Funny. Sixto missed all of spring training due to COVID issues. Came back, started throwing in April, had an elbow problem, shut down, came back in May. Shoulder problem, shut down, came out two weeks ago. Needs rotator cuff surgery. Out for the year. That was always the red flag with Sixto. And no matter how many times people called him Pedro Martinez Jr. Oh, even though at first I was a little hesitant for JT, because I kind of saw this Philly team like, ah, even if we had JT, we're still just like the third, fourth team in this division. But hey, we got JT now. No, the building block. My point exactly. Put your best foot forward and we'll back you. We only ripped Clentac for all the crap he did. No one rips Clentac for trading or signing Harper or Wheeler or extending Nola or drafting Bohm. We don't rip Maury for trading for Dwight and all that, even though it didn't work out in the end. We'll rip you for doing the stuff that's dumb. That's not smart. If it's smart, we love you. If it's dumb, get out. Philadelphia is the smartest sports city in America. That's all I can say. Put your best foot forward. We'll have your back. Before we go, <laughs> I just want to throw something at you real quick, Johnny. All right. By the way, have you come have you come back up in spirit from saying you're going to run a 5140? Oh, uh, come back, come back. Oh no, I can I know I can do it. I'm ready. I think you're going to do a four nine. Man, you're right. now. Maybe we should just because of the or the weight loss. Maybe I have to make it a four nine now. <clears throat> you know, because five one would be five one is slow. Pretty pretty damn slow. Gee, thank you. Okay, you're probably the only athlete that says said that out loud. A five one, like there's That's NFL slow. linemen that <clears throat> run faster than five one. That are huge. Yeah. I just felt it was dis- disrespectful towards yes. my body size to say you can't run a five one. It's extremely disrespectful. Yeah. 
Extremely that's disrespectful. It's like looking at Jason Kelsey and be like, he doesn't run fast, and he runs a 5-1. Right. That's all. He, he runs a 5-1? Yeah. Wow. I would have put him at like a 4-9. How the hell do you think? Oh, yeah. He probably does, actually, like on game day because of the adrenaline and the right. overall barbaric. Yeah, yeah. probably 5-1 goes to 4-9. <laughs> They don't say this in football. Just a side note, anxiety is good for like 0.2 tenths of a second faster. It's just like that. Yeah. Right. Of course. That's why I don't really put stock in the 40-yard times and all that. Like, oh, J.J. Arthur gets right side running a 4-5. They're like, cool. But in a game when he's scared to go up against the corner and he's running a 4-9 now, that combine time doesn't work. Same thing with Jerry Rice. Didn't he run a slow 40 time? Well, I mean well, that's that's always I don't want to say that's slow, always but quoted in te- like it was a four seven something, but that was a pro day and no one was around. He ran a four five at the combine, so like you know four six whatever it ended up being. Right, but if you watch him on tape, I don't care what your numbers say. You can outrun everybody. Like I think Tyreek Hill probably runs a four forty four flat. He probably runs it in four flat. I don't care what your thumb stopwatch says. Anyway, a couple questions for John. Suns or Bucks? Uh, Suns in the end. How many? Seven? I said seven. I don't think seven. a road team's going to win this. No, I don't think so either. I Suns think it's a seven. seven. Yep. Okay. If the Sixers trade Ben not to Portland, where do you send Ben? The Kings. Because that's the only that's probably the best offer I can get. It's probably the next group of best shooters and combo guards I can get. So that's where I probably stick. I don't see anywhere in the East working out. Do you think Maury says I can't trade him East? <laughs> or that's not. Just- I think that's off the table. I don't think they're scared of him. I don't think they're scared of playing against them. And I don't. And by the way, we haven't celebrated Scott uh, O'Neill being out of the organization either. So, like, I think that also <laughs> plays a factor in this big time. Maury finally got his guy. Did Thank you. I think fired. everyone fired, was right? being nice for a year, and now it's go time, and that's pretty evident of it. He got fired. He definitely got fired. Thank you. I, I love the the mutually agreed the part ways or I'm stepping down is the biggest here you're fired, but I'll let you say it however you want move. Happens a lot in local media too when they say I've decided to move on. Right. And it like, was 100% no, you didn't. My you decision. didn't decide. Right. It wasn't you were given decision. two options. Yeah, and you took the less harsh public one. Right. Which everyone should choose. Exactly. So if we trade him to Golden State for seven and fourteen, plus whatever, done. No. Uh, <laughs> but do you think that's a good? I don't no, think I, that can happen. There, no. There's more to the question. Oh. <laughs> Do you use seven and fourteen for players, or do you flip seven and fourteen? Probably flip, unless it is like, well, you're not moving up. I'd re- you're either picking both, leaving fourteen, but sevens sevens either going to somebody or you're hoping for the next Giannis. So seven and Tobias probably. Yes, but if you use that to trade up, I'll kill you. Unless it's like a horrible draft. I, I love Cade Cunningham. I don't know if I would go seven and Tobias or Cade, though. You know the draft. I have not like, paid attention. All like, it, like, it's just like you have Joel Embiid. You have three four-year stops. Like, like the Kings giving you three ones. Like, it helps. But 
Like I have to I have to hit on those three in four years to help Joel. If it wasn't Lillard, my dream scenario that has zero negative zero percent chance of happening is Luca. I was praying that Luca would just act a fool and be like, Yeah, I'm not playing for Mark Cuban, get me out of Dallas. But they fired the coach and fired Donnie Nelson and they're like, Mark's like, please just stay. I'm still holding out hope that Luca just begs to be gone. Just well, begs. I mean, when when Mark Cuban comes on Kelly and Ryan of all places and say we're not trading him, I mean, it's pretty definitive. But I'm <laughs> with he, you. He went on Kelly and Ryan. We're not Kelly. Ryan Seacrest says he's <laughs> like, hate to ask you, boss, but sounds like there's a lot of hubbub going on. Like, just made it so morning show, and he's like, I just want to tell you, he's not going anywhere. We're not trading him. Not happening. He of, said that on Kelly and Ryan of their loyal viewership. Give me a percentage of how many of them know who Luka Doncic is. Two. Percent? Percent. Yeah. I'm a viewer, technically. I'm forced to watch it with my wife. So, yes, two percent. And it's probably just you. You make up the entire two (laughs) percent. Although there are some guys on those trivia questions. So, you know. When I think of Kelly and Ryan, I don't think of sports. None of those people watch sports. What the heck is Cuban doing on that show? And before well, you talk, your wife was watching. I was going to question what you do or watch. Sure. It's it's Good Morning America, and it is that back to back. Okay, I don't have control of the television from eight seven a.m. until ten a.m. I don't start watching TV until eleven. Price same, is right. yeah. Price yeah. is right. Yeah, that, that's usually the first time I watch television. You and me are both on the same page. By the way, I have to get to L.A. I have to go on the Price is Right. I can get you on that show. It'd be like, um, yeah, I can get you on that show. That's perfect. They're based at LA, right? Just tell me how. Yeah, okay. just tell me where you, it's CBS Studios, where it's right, right down. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Santa Monica Boulevard and uh, 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 Fairfax, because that's where I used Beautiful. to live. Beautiful. I'm gonna have to make that happen. I probably won't win because I'm terrible. You never know. They're gonna give me a washer. I'm gonna say thirty-five grand, and they're gonna be like, "What?" And be like, "Ah, oh well." Got a got a are you doing, Greg? The good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and there's one thing I want to do. I want to do a quick quiz with you before you wrap up. So, oh, because I'm going through some some interesting college names. Okay, and uh, I want to see if I can identify. No, I just state. want people to know. I had no clue this quiz was coming. Yes, no clue. All right. Well, wait. What sport? You got to email. Oh no, it's not a sport. It's just oh, just in general. Bet. If you know where the state is. Bet. Oh, I have a question for you at the end. We got. Are you ready? You want me to go first, or you want to go? First? No, you go. You go first. All right. We'll hit on this more next week. Is Vegas the next expansion city in the NBA, or is it Seattle? Seattle, because they have the hockey franchise, uh, and they've been desperate for the Seahawks first, and if they gave it to Vegas first, they are going to flip out. Did they give it to both? Probably. Probably the move. You go to, that makes it 32, right? Yes. Yes. And then then you just got to put one team from the West East. The balance it Who out. goes? Memphis or Minnesota. I just see geographically it's... Put Memphis in the East then. No one cares. I think Minnesota would go the East. They'd, they'd I'd like them the to be, but they'd probably have a hissy fit about it. Why? That actually helps Minnesota. They ain't winning anything in the West. They're not winning anything in the East either. They're not, but they, <laughs> they might become an eight seed if they get to play Orlando really, four times a year. Uh, are they really that much better than the Pistons? Or I think the Pistons just had a... I mean, but the Pistons, if you put... Cat on the Pistons. They're pretty much the same team. Yeah. 
pretty much. The Minnesota is still a little better, but like not much. <laughs> like sure, they got some better names, but that's about it. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway. All right, go ahead. Quiz me. How about we're going to go with uh, I'm going to give you five. Some okay. of them. Some of them. I think uh, we're going to start out easy. Albert uh, Aberdeen Christian. Abilene Christian. Excuse me. Oh, you're giving me colleges. Yeah. And I got to tell you where they you are. Gotta tell me the state in which they're located. Because I had to look up a few for some work stuff I'm doing. Uh, some of them are real tiny, so like it's I'm not I, it's hard. Rhode Island, Texas. Looking for Texas. Wow, way off. Let's go. Have you ever heard of Baker University? I haven't. But why does the the first state that popped in my my head was Oklahoma? It's, it's close. It's a neighbor. Nebraska, Kansas. Kansas. Ah, okay. Midwest. Uh, I was thinking. Belmont Abbey College. Belmont Abbey? Yes. Oh, my God. Connecticut? See, Belmont is is uh, south, a little little more south, past, past the Mason-Dixon line. I'll give you that. Georgia. North Carolina. Damn it. North Carolina. And lastly, lastly, we go to Andrew College. Andrew College. I think there's a lot of D3 schools. D2 schools. Andrew. Andrew College. East Coast, West Coast. East Coast. A baseball program. It has a baseball program. So I don't know if that helps. <laughs> now I'm leaning toward the southeast. Am I getting warm here? Uh, Southeast, did you say? Yeah. Southwest of the southeast. <laughs> it's not on the coast, but it is on a coast. Louisiana. Georgia. <laughs> I they had to be one of the three popular baseball states in the south. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of, lot of other random ones. Like, I didn't know that uh, Penn State had a Fayette, Fayette campus, and I don't know where Fayette is. Pace University. Never heard of that one. Uh, Edinburgh. Don't even know it. If you're listening and went to any of these colleges, I wear any college gear. Please send it to yeah. Media yeah, series. that'd be a good bit. <laughs> if we, if you're from there, send Greg a a shirt in your name. And the most popular person ever touched foot on campus. Yes, <laughs> probably you. Like I didn't know Woj went to St. Bonaventure. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I I was on Instagram, and one of the ads popped up. Uh, sports media or whatever and it's Woj and I was like well, is Woj sponsored by St. Bonaventure so I looked it up I was like wait he went to St. Bonaventure? Holy shit he is <laughs> <laughs> your most prominent person is Woj imagine putting him on the front of your brochure <laughs> he could be the next M alright USA basketball I know we hit on it last week very disappointing very very disappointing Bradley Beal, I don't blame you. Go enjoy your go enjoy your summer. Do you see the beds some of those athletes are sleeping in in Tokyo? No. Are they uh the cardboard box? Oh man. It's a cardboard box. To prevent athletes sleeping together. <laughs> I really hope that's a joke. Like I really hope You know you can step over the box. I just <laughs> want to make everyone clear that. And like if you scroll on Twitter, everybody's just like, 
I'll bet every athlete rather sleep on the floor. That way you get a better night's sleep and you can still sleep with somebody. <laughs> Flatten this cardboard out here. Yeah. All you need is that thin barrier between you and the hardwood floor. <laughs> you don't even give you a mattress. Unbelievable. No way do you have to provide your own mattress in the Olympics? Is that what it is? That's it's true. amazing that everyone wants to compete there and like the workers that build it up treated the worst of all time. Like everything around the Olympics is horrible. I can't wait to see what the U.S. does. We're going to outdo everybody. Think so? In, in, in the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you thought I was giving us credit. Nah, that's a good one. <laughs> but now 2026. Do you know what 2026 is? Four years from now? Five years from now? Yes. Other than that, I don't know. Phillies hosting the All-Star game. Oh, wow. I believe the Sixers are trying to host the NBA. Oh, All-Star it's game. the centennial or not the centennial. The, the tri- bicentennial. Tricentennial like that. Yeah. at that point. It's going to be the apex. <laughs> I'm already ready for it. And we will be down there. So everybody wants to use Philadelphia for what's who uh, I have a prediction in 2026. Oh, boy. There's going to be a large local news story about unions and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, Today, the Olympics are not hiring John L. H. Plumbing and Company to build the (laughs) bicentennial walk, which I don't know. All I want is a lot of fireworks and that's whatever happens after that. I'm cool. That don't don't true. don't need it to run great. Just need a lot of fireworks. After the after everything, if you the All Star Game, the whatever the Sixers are doing, the big parade on July Fourth. It should like, just be Philly's going to be incredibly like the MLB All Star Game in Philadelphia. It's going to be like I have uh, we have to be down there. By the way, I haven't been. Yeah, I, I I've never to, been to an MLB All Star Game. Well, I've never been to a All Star Game. I went to the one that was here at the Vet in '96 when it was perfect because you know mcguire sosa all that stuff yeah. sat and baked in the uh the like the direct 700 level heat right by the, the big sun? scoreboard oh look at you uh drove my dad nuts and ate ice cream for eight hours it was great sounds like a great day yeah question who in the mblb celebrity all-star game when it comes to philly who's our number who's the one celebrity that has to be here like who's the one philadelphia celebrity that has to play in that game quest love and then secondly, it's going to be Kevin Hart, unfortunately, <laughs> because that's what he does. He just, I don't know. Will Smith? Nah, he's not he, going to do it. He's got too much Hollywood shit going on. Meek? Meek will be there. Um, Bradley Cooper would be there. Now, what former athlete comes back? Is it McNabb? Nope. He, no, he's, he he's hates gone. this town. Iverson? That's cleared by his residence in Phoenix, Arizona, or wherever the hell it is. Yeah. Iverson? Definitely. I imagine Howard, Utley, and Rollins will be back just for the yeah. festivities. Dick Clark's head. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Skipped right over that. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like anything else that's from uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Like 2026, that all the two All Star games. I don't, I don't know if they can host the NHL and the NBA. Well, they're in two different months, so I think they could. And Since the we started America, I believe we're entitled to, to once every 300 years we can host every single All Star event. 
I don't want the Pro Bowl though. Yeah, you can, well, actually, I, I don't you want the Pro Bowl. Do period. it. I Middle do of want February. Well, you said twenty twenty six, right? Yeah, I do want the XFL Pro Bowl All Star Game or whatever. I'll take that instead over the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that can stay in Maui or wherever. I mean, they wouldn't. Wherever. They don't go to Maui. They're not coming to Philly. No, no disrespect. I, no. Middle of February, I don't want to be here. No, but Super Bowl. My, my could they host the Super Bowl in Philadelphia? Yeah, come on, give us. A they bone. can do it Throw in New York. Bone, right? They can do it in New York. They can do it here. Right. It would it's go mild here. NHL All Star Games end of January. Super Bowl beginning of February. All Star Game end of February. MLB All Star Game July. Boom. Perfect. I think we just solved it. Look, listen, look. America. We just yeah. There it is. We're, we're solving world problems here. Better than Kyrie. <laughs> Better than Kyrie and the Nets. Thank you. By the way, the world's not flat. Much to uh, what some people believe. I'd like to see evidence of that. <laughs> of the world not being flat? Yes, please. Oh, you want evidence? Okay. Can we, <laughs> along with that, can we just reiterate too that Christopher Columbus is, in fact, a dumbass? <laughs> and, like, you know. No one will ever tell you that, though. No. He, he discovered something that was already found. Yeah. <laughs> like a long time ago. And it was. Just find the that way hit it me was. a couple years ago. Like I'm sitting in school, and people were like, "Yeah, you remember when they told you Christopher Columbus found America?" They're like, yeah, "You can't find something that was already discovered," <laughs> and it was just like, "Wow!" Like <laughs> he's really he really walked around acting like he found something that was already here. Yeah, like I should just walk around with peanut butter and be like, "Look what I created, peanut yeah, butter." Yeah, uh, and I'll mm-hmm. probably be put in a mental health institution. But he is glorified as in every world history book, right? It's not fair. Not fair, but that's why we deserve all the All-Star games because life isn't fair. See how everything comes full circle? <laughs> Talked about how in 08 to 2021, life isn't fair. Now the next, what is that? 13 years, boom. We're going to run the world. Starting with the Sixers getting Damian Lillard and the Eagles getting Deshaun Watson been another episode of the philly i podcast guys we'll be back next week we're going to touch on some expansion because the seattle kraken have cracked into the nhl and uh, the flyers have to protect some players so we're going to play around with the other three sports as well who we would protect who we would kick out and um what cities deserve more sports because quite frankly it's a little odd that new york has two teams in every sport and philly only has one but Philly's a 10 time better city than New York and LA and they don't even cherish anything in LA except for their beaches and their celebrities we'll be back next week guys take care go Phillies go Lillard give me Lillard and Watson just give me it all another episode of Philly iPod next week see you later guys